The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rath. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history. We may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are off and running on a crazy day, a fun day here at 93.7 The Ticket. But you can, as you can tell, I am not Nick. I am not AD. I'm not Raph. I'm Jake Bakovin alongside Rico. So we got the Ticket Water Cooler team uh, taking over AD and Raph, the drive with AD and Raph, uh, because uh, we've got a golf event for everybody to, uh, for a lot of our personalities, I should say, to go out to. Um, and so it's just kind of be a, a, a mix today. It's going to be a golf scramble, if you will, on 93.7 yeah. The Ticket. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll have the... We'll hear from the guys out there when we can um we'll we'll be talking back here along with harrison uh as far as as, is steadying the ship uh myself rico and harrison throughout the day so uh just a little bit of of an idea for everybody uh programming wise of what's going on but uh it's good good morning good to be with you rico hey good morning it's a little earlier than we usually get together but (laughs) it's okay because everybody loves us and it'll be it'll be great but as box said uh a lot of people around here in the ticket aren't going to be in studio they're all they are going to be at Tiburon Golf Course in Gretna in Omaha for the um, Husker Extra Big Red Brunch Golf Scramble, um, where they'll they'll be taking part in a golf scramble where there'll be some some uh, fans of of Nebraska, fans of the ticket, fans of Husker Extra, fans of the Omaha World Herald, the Journal Star readers, and 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 people who subscribe to all of those uh, places and, and listen to ninety three seven. The ticket will be taking place in the golf scramble. They'll be able to meet former Husker players and some current athletes, a couple basketball players, a, a baseball player and a softball player will be out there, I believe, um, today, but this is going to be a, a multi-time event, I think. So, um, but the, the big red brunch golf scramble is presented by X cancer at, uh, Tiburon Golf Club today. So, like I said, like Box said, a lot of people that you would normally hear on the airwaves here at the station are going to be either taking part in the scramble and getting on for a limited amount of time, or um, you won't hear them, but you'll hear a lot of updates about them from our, our people on the scene. I know DP will be on the airwaves a decent amount. I think Nick and Jake might be on the airwaves, but I know that... Uh, Jay Foreman and Eric Strickland will be out there golfing. I think if Terrell doesn't take part in the actual golfing portion of it, he will be on the air as well. But that all starts at 10 a.m. So for the next two hours, you get Bach and myself. 
That's right, and, I, and I'm interested to see if Terrell Terrell's been working on his uh, on his swing a little bit. So we'll see if he goes out there. Also, uh, if you haven't noticed, it's a bit of a it rained last night, rainy day. We'll see if uh, the weather cooperates uh, with the golfing event as well. Maybe it just makes the greens soft. I don't I don't know the golf. <laughs> Not much of a golfer. No, don't know the, the golf. Would turns. that would rain make the greens slow or fast? Yeah. I think slow. <laughs> yeah. I think dry makes them fast. I don't think the just, yeah. I don't think it bounces as well. Yeah, in the it rain. might just stick. Yeah, <laughs> just slop down. I don't know. I'm, no, I'm not really sure either. I'm not much of a golfer, um, but uh, it. I try. Yeah, I, I don't know. There's a reason why we're the ones back in studio. I let uh, I you know whenever <laughs> like the Masters or anything is on and Nick's just wants to talk about it, I'm like, yeah, go ahead. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, I, don't, have... I don't know what's happening. I'll pick somebody to win, but I don't actually know if it's a good pick or not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go through any sort of uh, downgrading or bashing golf because of the audience we have. Ad and Raf and Nick all love golf, so I know they talk about it, and I know the audience will will stick to it as well. Um, but just to be con- completely forward about it, I also don't know too much about it. Uh, we have the golf scramble here, and I don't even participate because I don't know most of the names. I know when we were at Double Eagle Golf, I, I liked. Uh, I was swinging the clubs a little bit. I didn't uh, do very well, but you know, it's it's fun to swing the clubs. I just yeah. not very good at it. I, I, I'll be, to be completely honest, I like nine-hole golf, and that's almost like curse words to people that love golf. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it, but 18, I kind of get tired. Um, you know, I personally just kind of like basketball, so in my free time, I buy like the 13th hole. It's like, we should go play basketball or something. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but nine-hole golf's golf. nice. Yeah, big mini golf's mini good. Golf. Yeah, put, working on your yeah, putting. Yeah, you know, putt-putt, we can do that. Absolutely. We actually have a caller on the Honda of Lincoln hotline, Matthew and Hickman. Welcome into the drive with none of the regular hosts. <laughs> That's actually what made like triggered my call, man. I, I know I've asked Raph and AD before, and um, you know, being on the dad side of this thing now, watching my son, uh, Coach Bo- or Grayson, who's uh, seven, going to be eight, like watching him fall in love with the game of football, and and knowing like those little moments that have kind of, you know, uh, propelled his love for the game, and it's it's simply like meeting like Adrian and Trey Palmer and meeting those people and getting him in the building onto, you know, in the Memorial stadium. I'm, I'm curious since you both have, you know, different backgrounds and come from different places. I remember, you know, Tommy Frazier is what made me the, the biggest Husker fan back in the day, listening to it on the radio, hearing the play-by-play calls, and then, you know, going out and trying to recreate it with your cousins on Thanksgiving or whatever it was. Oh yeah. Um, I'm kind of curious for you guys, you know, you know, for NFL, for me, that was the greatest show on turf with Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falls, Kurt Warner, those guys for NFL is what made me fall in love with the game. Do you guys remember back, you know, back to the, maybe the era, the moment or the person or the play that made you guys fall in love with college football or NFL football? Um, I appreciate you both for stepping in in a big way today. Thank you for everything you do for the community. I'll shut up and listen. Thank you, Matthew. I'll let you go first. I have, I, I think I have mine. But so if you need time, I'll let you. But I think no, I have mine. I, I think I've got mine, I, and I I love the call. It sounds like we're you, you know we kind of grew up in a, or maybe a same a similar age because I got you know kind of a similar time frame there. Um, where I I was I was five for the '95 Huskers. Um, so you know I I was kind of aware of it. I remember the '97 like catch with, with Matt Davidson and stuff like that. But like to me, I you know I wasn't like aware enough to understand what I was watching as much. Right, like I didn't know that Nebraska wasn't just inherently going to always be one of the best teams. <laughs> you know, like that, that's that's kind of what I grew up thinking. Um, so, you know, and then I really dived into it in 1998, which is obviously the beginning of, of the, the turnaround. I suppose 99 was a good year, but um, it's uh, 
But I, I remember 1998 season, like, it was just my favorite. I mean, there, there was so much going on that year. Now, Nebraska, again, that was kind of the struggle, the post-Tom Osborne. So, I mean, I kind of think of that time. Um, and then, you know, as far as playing out in the yard, you know, pretending you're Eric Crouch and stuff like that. So, uh, I, I, I kind of remember that. And then for pro football, I was the same year again. You know, this was kind of my, my uh, I guess, introduction or really when I began to love and understand the game a little bit more than just watching it. Again, I had watched some Super Bowls. I kind of knew of John Elway and Terrell Davis and those guys. But 1998, the Arizona Cardinals tricked me by winning a playoff game. Uh, I was at Laser Quest. They were defeating the uh, Dallas Cowboys. That's what got you. And I was glued, yeah, because they had a quarterback named Jake Plummer. I'd never seen another Jake uh, as, a, as a celebrity athlete, and I said, you know what, this guy's pretty young. These Cardinals are awesome. I already li- like kind of like the Arizona State uh, Sun Devils because I mm-hmm. met their mascot a couple years ago earlier when they went to Memorial Stadium. So those are kind of the times that I think of when I was like kind of picking my teams and, and really diving into, into football. Mm-hmm. So for me, co- collegiate-wise, I don't have – as good of memories because I I don't remember the nineties in terms of football. Um, I was what five for 98. So Mm. I just, you know, I I don't remember all of that. My first like Nebraska memory is closer to about 2001. And, um, but like two of the players that I just, I, I don't know why it's just these two. But it's Courtney Grixby and Marlon Lucky. Nice. <laughs> like, those two just made me love Nebraska football. I don't know why, but it's those two. And I'm just like, yeah, this is it. This is, this is the Was team. Was it Courtney Grixby jumping on the on the pile before the – he always would jump on the team, basically, with the huddle. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know why, but it's those two that I just – and it's not like a specific play or anything. It's just seeing those two play mm. and just seeing Grixby and Lucky, on the, and I'm just like, yes. That's cool. Those guys. Those are the ones. And then for, like – NFL and yeah everybody calls me a bandwagon but you know when my sports brain started turning on it's like early 2000s I'm watching NFL the New England Patriots are doing their thing I'm watching Tom Br- a young Tom Brady uh kind of lead the Patriots you've got Teddy Bruschi and Mike Vrabel um I believe Cor- uh um oh I can't even remember his first name Branch was one of the mm, wide receivers yeah. for the for the and he was one of my favorite wide receivers but I can't Dion? remember his first yeah Dion Branch couldn't remember his name so I guess yeah, that, that not so too much your favorite yeah, but. <laughs> yeah whatever um but it, was it Corey I, Dillon know. at running back yeah I think so I think so I, he might have been with the he might have been no I think he was there I he, think it was the first title but I can't remember it was it was one it was, of the first titles. yeah it's just a mixture of players and it was greatness and, and yeah. fantastic and I loved it all but it was also and this is the weird part so it was like falling in love with the NFL and with the New England Patriots but then also um w- watching the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Oakland Raiders in the Super Bowl mm. and for some reason just like like a mini Tampa Bay fan for whatever reason, I was like, <laughs> well, I don't defense, know, I was like, I don't know why, but I really like this. Yeah, these guys are cool. <laughs> I really like that Warren Sapp. And this is before this is before my brain makes a connection with Warren Sapp facing Nebraska oh, yeah, and, yeah. and all that stuff. And I'm like, this Warren Sapp guy is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know why you liked it. It's because that was some defensive football. Bad quarterback with Trent Dilfer. Great defense. That's the type of football that really sucks people in. That's my favorite type. Oh, of football. the, the hard, And that was you know that was like the era that you know growing up in is is. Hard hitting, 
You oh, know, yeah. people are getting knocked out and, and <laughs> very low scoring games. You're not getting people running, you know, for 99 yards or, yeah. or 85 yards untouched or all this stuff. It was it was people getting knocked out and you're getting three yards in a cloud of dust. Uh, you got Mike Allstott running like it's just one of <laughs> those. Everywhere. Yeah, like it was it, that was that was the era that we grew up in. And, and now I'm sitting here telling people like, hey, don't worry about a fullback. It's totally fine. <laughs> like, it's weird to see where, what I grew up watching and what I'm watching now and thinking, no, I really like this style of football also. Like, I really enjoy the defense and the low scoring and the three yards in a cloud of a dust. But now, like, the high flying, the, you know, 400 yards passing in a game, like, I'm sitting here like, yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, and most of, most of America likes uh, offense, and that's why they've uh, kind of changed the game, uh, given the offense a lot more leniency in, in the rules. And um, that's why pass yards have taken over. But uh, it is what it is. I, I still wonder if guys like a, a Cordell Stewart could play today. You know, he's kind of uh, limited in what he could do. But, I mean, with, with the modern offenses, you know, what he could do. And, and you know, talk to even Eric Crouch and, uh, you know, wonder about, like, would he get more of a look if he was going into the modern NFL um, just because of the, the opportunities that are there. I mean, what Lamar Jackson, some of the running quarterbacks mm-hmm. have shown. So, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. Uh, maybe we can continue that topic. I love it. I'm, I'm glad to hear Matthew and Hickman, your son, seven or eight years old. That's already in, in, into football. That's that's perfect. I mean, that's the perfect age. There you go. They don't have too much to care about. <laughs> You're just learning how cool everything is with, with in the sporting realm, going to Memorial State and all that. That's awesome. So, congratulations. That they don't have a bandwagon age. to jump on. They can start when it's bad. That's right. <laughs> this is when you – but according to Tom Stevens, this is when you pick your team. So be careful because yeah. you can't switch when you're eight or nine. You might choose the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> you might choose the Cardinals even, which would be a terrible idea. Uh, all right, that'll t- we're going to take a quick break here. This is The Drive with AD and Raf with Bach and Rico. We'll be back after this.